This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. in Congress, they'll tell you if any of them had done it, they'd all be in jail right now. And Ted Cruz knows that. And Lindsey Graham knows that. So when they talk about double standards, the only double standard is a double standard that Donald Trump's getting preferential treatment because anybody else had sold nuclear secrets and the other classified information that he stole would be in jail already. Yeah, the Department of Justice has already said they wouldn't be bringing any sort of charges against Mike Pence. The Biden investigation is still open, but that's the expectation there as well. As for Trump, they gave him chance after chance after chance to hand them over. They didn't want to go down this path. They didn't want to have a search warrant of Mar-a-Lago. They didn't want to have to bring criminal charges against a former president of the United States. They know what a precedent that is. But yet Trump gave them no choice. He lied to them. He lied to investigators. He lied to the National Archives. He lied to his own staff, and as the indictment shows, actively tried to conceal what was in those boxes, to even telling his own staff, don't go through them, uh, that he wanted no one else to touch them. He suggested hiding them. He even suggested, well, wouldn't it be better if we simply just said, we don't have any documents? And of course, none of that is the case. As we know, they were stored away in bathrooms and ballrooms there at Mar-a-Lago, which gave the Department of Justice, in their estimation, no choice but to take these steps. And that's why Trump faces uh, these charges, which is why he has been arraigned, despite all the chances, simple things he could have done to avoid it. So, you know, we spend time talking to Trump supporters, trying to understand where they are with this. Mm -hmm. And when I listen to this reporting, I'm listening to what they would say. And they would say, well, no, the government's also lying about Biden and Biden held them too. He hid them in his garage. You can't lock the garage. But the response to that is, okay, fine, don't listen to journalists, don't listen to followers of this story as we report it to you, don't listen to the White House, don't listen to the DOJ, listen to Donald Trump, because even now he's saying the boxes were mine, they're mine, they're mine, and I declassified them, listen to him. Don't listen to us. Listen to him and tell me that's still okay. Nuclear secrets hiding in Mar-a-Lago in boxes strewn on the floor by the toilet where people come in and out. Where, quite frankly, your man, Donald Trump, your guy has a relationship with Putin and and other um, fascists and and people who perhaps don't adhere to democratic values. He has these relationships and he has these documents. Are you not worried? He says they're his, you know they're not. And I'm not saying this to be glib, I'm talking about my people, I'm talking about my tribe, I'm talking about my region. I love the South, I am. I mean, it's it's my home, just like it's it's your home. But But, are we moving into lost cause territory with a third of, uh, of the country? Are we lo- moving into lost cause territory where, again, because 
The idea in politics is to win elections. These people have to know Donald Trump will not win in 2024. But, but these people believe Biden runs a crime family and that his son has got access to just. Did they hear me? Okay. Denver. Let's have a morning. It's Monday, 19 June, the year of our Lord, 2023. Let's have a rule. When the mic goes on and I speak, you can bring down the, the morning rant. We're going to play part of that again. It's so good. Morning Mika and Joe in a complete and total meltdown. Remember, we're not going to cover that part of the story that closely because it's a diversion technique, right? Um, and we understand the lines of work here of what we have to do to save the country, save the republic, and in doing so, save the world. But I gotta, if, when, when you guys are ready, I gotta play that again. It, Cause it's twofold. You, you know, you're, you're the Trump supporters, we've interviewed them, and they, and by the way, in that beautiful voice that Morning Mika has, how would you like to hear that over the breakfast table 365 days a year? Just note that, put that, put, how would you like to hear that over the breakfast table? Don't listen to the journalist. Don't listen to the White House. Don't listen to the Department of Justice. See, that is their mentality. That is their reality. Let's play. I got to play that one again. I can't. I can't even do the imitation. By the way, we want to know. The only question we want to know at a is she going to get co-billing, and is her pay more than Joe Scarborough? Because Joe Scarborough is just the he's just the wingman or the body man there. Let's go ahead and play. Let's play the. Let's read. Re, let's make it. Let's just do Mika. So, you know, we spend time talking to Trump supporters, trying to understand where they are with this. Mm -hmm. And when I listen to this reporting, I'm listening to what they would say. And they would say, well, no, the government's also lying about Biden. And Biden held them too. He hid them in his garage. You can't lock the garage. But the response to that is, okay, fine. Don't listen to journalists. Don't listen to followers of this story as we report it to you. Don't listen to the White House. Don't listen to the DOJ. Listen to Donald Trump, because even now he's saying the boxes were mine. They're mine. They're mine. And I declassified. Time and time listen again. to him. Don't listen to us. Listen to him and tell me that's still okay. Nuclear secrets hiding in Mar-a-Lago in boxes strewn on the floor by the toilet where people come in and out, where quite frankly, your man, Donald Trump, your guy has a relationship with Putin and and other um, fascists and and people who perhaps don't other, adhere to democratic values. Don't he adhere to democratic values, because, you know, that is a super high priority for the morning Mika crowd, for the journalist, the White House and the DOJ. Democratic principles are at the top. That's that's the thing every morning they, they think about democratic principles. In the world today, this morning on the 19th of June in the year of our Lord, 2023, uh, and we're going to go from Rome to uh, talk about Taiwan. You, you've got two things going on. It goes to the heart of this and back to the Putin situation. Remember, the purpose of the exercise was to make sure that uh, the KGB and the um, the faction that runs Moscow could never team up in any type of formal partnership with the criminal gangsters in the CCP, right? 
Because to do that, you would then have a consolidation as they worked with the mullahs in Tehran, the Persians. They then, uh, you know, bribed and, and used the House of Saud and others around the, the Gulf. Um, and you had people like Erdogan in Turkey and others in Pakistan now they've thrown the president there in jail, uh, would start to consolidate the Eurasian landmass. And that would be the biggest pivot geopolitically of the 21st century. That's what's happened this weekend. The um, In Trump's trying to make sure that we had peace with the Russians and that there were no wars, this morning, as we speak today, all the lies and misrepresentations that have been done about the Ukraine war are now coming to, to, to fruition. As we've said from the, before that war started, this big spring offensive and everything's going to go on, it's, it's, it's ground to a halt because of the ring of iron of the Russian army, which have gone back to kind of their World War II tactics. And including these kamikaze tanks and, and many of the tactics they used in Kursk against the Wehrmacht. Um, that the spring offensive uh, is grinding to a halt. The reason is too many Ukrainian soldiers are getting killed. The blood of the Ukrainian civilians, the women and children that have been butchered in that charnel house, are as much on NATO and the party of Davos and the elites in London and the city of London and particularly Joe Biden and this regime, these radicals that have forced this confrontation. And everything you were promised about the spring offensive, they're going to take back the Donbass, they're going to take back Crimea, we're going to march, just think, Stavridis, Petraeus, all of these clowns, we're going to make significant, you know, we're going to make significant, uh, you know, Max Boot, Brent Stevens, that entire crowd, they're going to be significant uh, territorial takebacks, they're on the march. All comes crashing down in the reality of uh, Russian arms. And what we and what we wanted to do was to have uh, is that John Fredericks? He's ready to go. That's what um, that's the reality. Of what's happening in Ukraine? And of course they're going to come back. This is the big fight we're going to have this week. If you go to the Newsweek, Newsweek did a story about about what we've been talking about here on the show and what I've been putting up on Getter: the two prong approach, the taking of the House floor to force real cuts in in federal spending, and particularly to put on notice the defense budget in this supplemental, this hundreds of billions of dollars of supplemental they're trying to get in on Ukraine to even bury us more financially, correct? At the same time, the fighting against the deep state, the war against the administrative state that were happening, that uh, the lead story in the Hill newspaper, if you go there right now, I don't think I've had a chance to put it up on Getter. The lead story in the Hill newspaper this morning is, guess what? Lindsey Graham and the same collaborationist Republicans breaking with President Trump and breaking with MAGA about defunding the DOJ and defunding the FBI. So this has all come together. At the same time, Tony Blinken's in the uh, in, 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 in most humiliating kowtow I've ever seen, the most humiliating kowtow. They begged for this meeting. They crawled on their belly for this meeting. He was going to be a good boy. Just let me have a photo op with Xi. And he sat there. We don't believe in the independence of Taiwan. They just basically kowtowed. So this is where you are, United States. You're, you, you are fighting to the last... Ukrainian, you're going to fight to the last Ukrainian, uh, Putin and the Russians in Ukraine. Because the Ukrainians are the ones that are dying, and now there's supposed to be this meeting next week. They're going to be in NATO. Uh, they're going to want, they're, they're arguing that the reason we're not winning, the reason we're u- losing this tank war is you haven't given us enough tanks 
you haven't given us F-16 fighters. We need close air support. Oh, by the way, if they fly over Russia and Moscow and drop a few bombs, oh, well, gosh, we, we didn't know that. The extending, this war is metastasizing. That's the cyber attacks, the cyber attacks that are happening uh, by uh, Russian either gangsters and or people associated with it. I'm not saying they're not doing it. The CCP is doing it, too, because this war is expanding every second of every day. And you can see from the reality, as we told you, the spring offensive was just going to lead to more slaughter, and particularly slaughter of Ukrainians. Why? We're in the 79th anniversary of the Battle of Normandy. Everybody commemorates D-Day. D-Day was just the beginning opening salvo of a, of a battle, one of the biggest battles in American history that took 60 or 90 days, a lot longer than they anticipated. And why did the Allies not roll up the Wehrmacht? The, the Germans doing much of the same kind of tactics the Russians are doing now. Why did we not roll them up in, uh, in Normandy and then in kind of northwest France? Why did that not happen? Wait for it. Combined arms. The same thing's happening today. We had total air superiority there. We had total air superiority, and we lost thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of American and British troops. Why? They were not properly trained, didn't have the time to train them. Most of the training went into actually take the beach, get off the beach, let's secure the beach, and let's move inland. So how complicated would it be to train a Ukrainian army with the ability to do that? And the valor and the courage of the Ukrainians is not questioned. The troops, they're going out and still putting it out, and they're getting mauled and destroyed. And Jack Posobiec said this in the first 24, 48 hours of this invasion. Jack Posobiec had more blinding insights into this than all the MSNBC and CNN and all the lies and misrepresentation. Now saying, well, we've got to take a pause. We've got to take a pause because it didn't realize the tactics. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Um, we're having huge victories. I've asked John Fredericks. He just finished his show. We're going to take a break here. I've got John Fredericks going to come up. We've got to talk about these wins we're having right now and put it in perspective and tie it back to the war against the administrative state and about the seizure of this House floor again this week because it's all part of uh, it's all part and parcel of the 30 front war we're fighting. We also have Ben Harnwell from Rome. We're going to get back into Ukraine. We're going to talk about Taiwan. I've got Nicole from the new federal state. We're going to talk about the betrayal of Taiwan. The Taiwanese went to Europe and said, hey, we got to be worth more than just our chips. D don't we mean anything? Told the Germans. Don't we mean anything to you guys? Or is it just about our advanced technology? You just want us to be good boys and girls so you can get that. But you'll throw us to the wolves in Beijing as you kowtow, as the West kowtows to the Chinese Communist Party. In full display, you proud of your country or your government? Well, you're proud of your country. You're not proud of this Biden regime because it's illegitimate from stem to stern in the war room. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying, gold. 
follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. MyPella.com, promo code WARROOM. Make sure you go there now. The towel situation, uh, it's going to end. This massive towel inventory sale they got is going to end by midnight tonight. Mike Lindell is going to be on later in the show. We're going to talk about that and other updates with him, uh, particularly this thing going on in Georgia. I think, as, as Raheem says, we're all machine guys now. Great article over at National Pulse. Go check it out over at the National Pulse. But go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM. Go to our square. Check out all the sales right now, particularly these inventory clearances. You're not going to believe it, so go check it out. And also the buy one, get one's freeze on the revolutionary new technology in the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free, plus the topper. Uh, John Fredericks, the Patriot Economy. Folks, before I get into the nitty-gritty of Ukraine, China, geopolitically, capital markets of what's happening, we've got to talk about uh, something that is this great awakening that's happening. And, and it's MAGA. You have, obviously, a religious and a spiritual great awakening that's going on. But you also have the manifestation of that and people understanding their agency and their power, and particularly their collective power. At uh, the close of business Friday, you know, we had the great Jane Zirkel and... Uh, and uh, Jack Posobiec were out, and of course Grace Chung was out there too. Was out, we're out in L.A. covering the uh, protest. Five thousand people showed up, ninety percent Hispanic, uh, half half of my Hispanic men, who are not going to put up with it, uh, shutting down this um, this uh, sacrilege and desecration by these pervert uh, men who dress as nuns. Right. The um, at the same time, the the stock market closed for Friday. 28 to $30 billion in market capitalization. That is stock value, equity value wiped off of these various companies that people have risen up. And these self-organizing, nobody's kind of leading this. It's a self-organizing protest of stop giving your money to people that hate you. And one of the things we've been a big advocate of here is self-reliance, self-determination, and independence. And the way you do that, these corporate corporations are the most woke. They're more woke than even your government. The most woke uh, operations going. Think about two two iconic American entities, companies, the Brooklyn slash Los Angeles Dodgers and Budweiser Beer, and they're at the tip of the spear because in these C suites with the executives, they all go to the same business schools, they all hang at the same country clubs, they all hire these young woke creatives from Brown University. It's all the same. They're left wing progressives that hate what you stand for. Well, on Saturday. The Los Angeles Dodgers lost the San Francisco Giants 15 to nothing. It had not happened. A, a, a beatdown like that had not happened in 125 years. And people say, oh, Steve, why are you focused on baseball? Why are you focused on beer? Why are you talk about Normandy? Because it gets back to the railhead of what is going on here and, and how we're going to have victory. And you can see the, you can see the sprouts now of a victory that's a borning. 
but we're trying to get uh, Mark um, Mitchell on here later from Rasmus. The polling is, is pretty amazing on, on these topics, particularly as regards to Trump. John Fredericks, this MAGA revolt uh, for, the, for the patriot economy and stop giving your money to people that hate you. Um, and, Ma- and MAGA understanding their latent power and the rise of these young, particularly in baseball and other sports, we're seeing the rise of these young uh, devoted uh, Christians that are coming to the forefront, sir. Well, Steve, first of all, uh, thank you. Happy Father's Day. And uh, we have been telling people that the patriot economy is the only way out of this mess. It funds our movement. But more important than that is we have all the money. We just don't get it. We have all the power because we have the consumer dollars because we actually work. Many of us, two jobs, some three. So when we get together, now we're finally understanding it, when we band together, you know, we can shut down businesses like Bed Bath & Beyond. They're bankrupt. We can end Bud Light's reign as being the number one beer in the USA for, what is it, four decades? Now they're number two, going to third, sales 30% down. It'll never recover. We can, people understand, they no longer shop at Target. We have choices. You want to do this, this is what's going to happen. And the revival of young athletes, I've been saying this, Steve, for now three years because I follow my son around who's 19, right? It's incredible. Whether it's baseball, you're going to see the same thing in football. The number of young athletes now that have come to Christ is stunning. And they've had it with this stuff. And these brain-dead, woke senior executives that went to Harvard, wherever they went, they think they're all this smart. They're idiots. None of these people that went to that, that, that uh, proud fest and the anti-Catholic and the sisters of the indulgence or whatever these drag queens are, they don't follow baseball. They, they, don't, they don't go to Dodger games. What happened, not only did you have the protest, but then on Friday night, the stadium's empty. This is against the Giants. They had the lowest turnout on a Saturday game against San Francisco in Dodger Stadium history. Then the Dodgers go out and get beat 15-0. Now, there's a lot of people that saw this game. My 19-year-old being one of them came to me, he said, Dad, the Christians tanked this game. They're swinging at pitches in the, you know, they're swinging at 2-2 pitches, bouncing up there in in the dirt. Pitchers are throwing 0-2 fastballs instead of a waste pitch. He said they tanked the game. I don't have evidence of that, but I'm telling you, it's the patriot economy that we're starting to realize, Steve, the power we have. And this, the, the number of, of Christians that are revolving now as ballplayers. I went to a game in Enton, North Carolina, Royal North Carolina, Saturday night. My son Joe pitching there did fantastic, by the way. This is a collegiate baseball game. Wake Forest Fungos against the Edidin Steamers, Okay. I'm sitting there in the stands. The first 18 players that came out, 17 of them had a crucifix either hanging around their neck or on their face or on their, uh, their arm or something, a band. 17 of the 18 go out there, very diverse, black, white, Hispanic, have crucifixes. I've been saying this for some time, following my son around. This is a very quiet coming to Christ for these young athletes, Steve. And the patriot economy is the way out of this. We have to understand we're the ones with the jobs. We have all the power. 
We're the consumers. And if you're going to continue to do this woke stuff and be intimidated by these woke mobs, we're not going to give you our money. And Steve, you were on Wall Street. That's all these people understand is the almighty dollar. You stop giving it to them, you're going to get change. And the corporations are worse in woke right now, Steve, than the government. Um, <clears throat> the power here, the key is people are just awakening to this. Once you understand the latent power can be turned into real power, and this is all they understand. They only understand the dollar. Just cut them off. Cut them off. And you're going to see them, you know, now Budweiser's got the Clydesdale ads, and now, they, now they're hiding behind the American flag. They have these very moving uh, articles called Fold the, Fold the Flag with these uh, the children of, of the veterans that died or the active duty servicemen that died in Iraq and Afghanistan. This is, this is what they're – and it's not that that's not meaningful and powerful. It is – but they're only doing it because they understand you stop buying their beer. Okay, and they want to they want to throw a shiny toy out there. You're going to be diverted by shiny toy after shiny toy after shiny toy. And we have to focus on the signal. The signal is to break these people, just like the administrative state. There's no compromise. There's nothing to compromise about. Do you think the people that thought it was a good idea to put those demented perverts of those nuns in front of children and families? Think about that for a second. Families, if you've never been to Chavez Ravine or seen the Dodgers play there in L.A., it's a family-oriented ballpark, and it's packed with families all the time. Somebody in that organization thought it was a good thing to put a bunch of grown men with beards and all this dressed as nuns that do the most perverted stuff, uh, things, to uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and they do these mock crucifixions. Somebody, they knew that, they knew all of it, they thought it was a good thing to put that up there, to break the family. That's right out of Mao's textbook, to break the family, to break the family, and to quite frankly turn the children, weaponize the children against the parents. That is the purpose of it. Think about that. Using baseball and a steam to do that, that there's nothing to compromise it. You can't, you can't negotiate that. The, 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 the pathetic hierarchy of the official Catholic Church out there, let's dialogue. There's nothing to dialogue. That's, first off, that's a as Jan Yep said, that's a Hegelian term, right? We're not going to dialogue, nothing to dialogue about. We're not interested in their point of view. We're just not. What we're interested in is not happening. And what you have to do is break them. Needless to say, the Dodgers lost last night too, swept by a below average San Francisco Giant with another terrible attendance night. Because people have had it. And, they, and your power is enormous. Okay, uh, John, can you hang on? If you just hang on for one more segment, I want to get into this. Over the weekend, also, uh, an explosion over a Twitter, but this guy, the, 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 the pediatrician pimp that's been pimping the vax to ba- about, you got to get your baby's vax, that pimp that's on MSNBC, you know, it, it, all the time, now he doesn't want to debate. There's a, Joe Rogan's offered to use the platform to debate uh, RFK. You got Elon Musk in it, Tucker, and this guy, he puts a tweet, he says, this disturbing new neo-fascism I see coming between Twitter and Elon Musk and Tucker Carlson and Joe Rogan and RFK, right, to team up with, the, you know, the quote-unquote real fascists of the John Frederick, Steve Bannon, Donald Trump MAGA. He goes, that's very disturbing. It's very disturbing. This, you know, I hope the Biden White House is, uh, you know, on top of this, i.e. the Justice Department. Uh, so they're nervous right now. 
They're nervous because they understand there's something happening out there with the American people right now. There is an awakening. There's an awakening among your fellow countrymen that we've had it and we're not going to take it anymore. And it's now time to punch back. We'll take a short commercial break. John Fredericks, Ben Harnwell in Rome. We've got Nicole from the New Federal State talk about Taiwan and about the infiltration of your government. The Biden crime family just being the head of the snake by the Chinese Communist Party. All of it here on a Monday in the war room. Friends, I can't believe the dire headlines we're facing in the world today. Everywhere you look, things are falling apart. That's why the smartest investment you can make right now is in your family's food security. Let me repeat that. Your family's food security. The reality is you might not be able to find food when the next disaster strikes. Grocery stores will be empty because roads will be closed and trucks won't be able to make deliveries. When that happens, you need emergency food in full supply. That's why I urge you to grab a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. That's My Patriot Supply. They're the nation's largest preparedness company. When you order today, you'll save $200 on each kit you need. The food in these kits lasts up to 25 years, which means your family will stay fed while others wait for government handouts. Don't delay. Order your three-month emergency food kit today and save $200 Per kit. It's easy to order. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. You'll get fast and free shipping. Do this today or you'll regret it tomorrow. MyPatriotSupply.com. MyPatriotSupply.com. Take action, action, action. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So John Fredericks, tell me about John Fredericks. Tell me about uh, tell me about this situation where you got this. Uh, and by the way, Natalie, our own Natalie Winters is lighting up uh, this guy. Um, was it Peter Hotez? Hotez, that guy, the little wormy doctor with the wire rim glasses and the bow tie, always on MSNBC, pimping out for big pharma, the vax for babies. Got to vax everybody. Everybody's got to be vaxed. Got to vax the babies. Got to do it. Nah, I don't think so, dude. Um, Walk me through this thing that's a borning now that you're seeing people, the anti-establishment, anti-authoritarian movement, both right and, look, and part of the left, too. But this is, what, this is a new thing that's happening, sir. We saw a little of this in 2016 with the Bernie Sanders movement and Bernie bros, many of them coming to Trump, because people don't understand This is not about Republicanism. The 2016 Trump nomination victory was the rise of the populist movement in America. And it started to get lost when all the George Bush people came in, all the Bushies came in, and the Republicans took it over, Paul Ryan and everything else. And it got lost. Now it is roaring back. In the name of one Robert F. Kennedy, who has taken on the entire Democrat, warmonger, pro-vax, government top-down, tell you what to do, tell you what to eat. He's taken them on lock, stock, and barrel. Let me give you an interesting poll here. The Democrats are completely melting down. They thought after what happened in Mar-a-Lago with the indictment that Trump's numbers would start to wane and that they'd be winning again. 
and that, that this would be the end of him, and that could be their narrative. Well, the exact opposite is happening. In a Harvard poll that came out, Harvard-Harris, Trump's favorability went up. It went up amidst Republicans. It went up dramatically against independents. But here's the other thing. 28%, Steve, of Democrats are now saying this is political persecution. Guess what RFK's numbers are in the Democratic polls against Biden? 28 to 30%. It's that same group of people. And what Robert F. Kennedy has done in taking on the vax establishment, big government, is he is he is a very sane, noted alternative to what is going on out there. He is opposed to the war. He's opposed to the government telling you what to do. He understands the power of the big state. He understands that the CIA was behind his uncle's assassination. He gets all this stuff. So what RFK is doing, he's bridging the gap of the populist movement of people that are on the left. And he's not a socialist like Bernie Sanders, right? He's not a communist, right? The guy is a moderate Democrat, pro-business guy. So you put this together, and now you've got a two-thirds majority of the country. Right now, if you put if you put Trump and RFK together and the populist movement that cuts all ideology, this is the whole thing. Everybody wants to put it in a box. And you're the one that said it earlier on my show today. You've already got uh, you've already got Lindsey Graham and Murkowski and the others now saying. You can't really go after the FBI. You know, we're going too far. You know, they do a lot of good things. No. He, RFK, is saying, hey, we need to break it up. Same as Trump is. This is the new emerging populist coalition. The two-thirds of the country. Uh, Remember... In the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is not going to win the Democratic nomination. The reason is that hardcore Democrats are not going to vote for him. If you look at the polling, his his voters, that 19 to 20 plus percent, whatever it is right now in the polling, are people that voted for Obama twice looking for change and many of whom voted for Trump in 16. What you have is this anti-establishment, anti-authoritarian populist movement that doesn't trust the administrative state, doesn't trust the deep state. Now, there's so many things we don't agree on. But all I ask people to do is to take all of the Keebler elves, take all the Keebler elves and listen to what they had. Listen to Mike Pence over the weekend, Judas Pence. Listen to these guys. Listen to all the Keebler elves and then listen to what Robert F. Kennedy's talking about. And you see the Venn diagram, this much bigger overlap, potential overlap with what President Trump's talking about. And in, in, in the Keebler elves are from a party that doesn't exist anymore as far as a viable political party. That's the old Republican Party. They are like the Whigs before the Civil War, right? They, 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 they don't matter anymore because there's no votes there in what the Keebler Elves are talking about. So this is something that's emerging, and you got to keep your eye on it. Is it perfect? No, we live in a very imperfect world. But you see something that's a borning right here, and, and, and Hotez, his tweet some that he called it he called it an emerging neo-fascist uh, movement in the in the, the Elon Musk Twitter Tucker Rogan and uh, in RFK that combination over the weekend that was on them for the for the vax right for the lies and misrepresentations they had said about particularly with babies and children having to be vaxed 
So there's something aborting here, and we've got to keep our eye on it. This is <clears throat> very much like, as John Frederick remembers, 14 and 15, when we were talking about this and this guy named Trump that, you know, was, was, a, was leading something that was just, you know, starting to coalesce. And, of course, people mocked and ridiculed it. He's just a TV guy. All he's trying to do is renegotiate his deal from NBC. No, that was incorrect. Remember in the conversation I had with the president down in Mar-a-Lago, I said, hey, if you knew everything, to, if you knew it all today of what they've done to destroy your family, put you in bankruptcy, now put you in prison, I think his, I think his jail term is 536 years if you add everything up. Um, would you do it again? He goes, absolutely, because I'm there to save my country. And you see the same fissures. This is why the Lindsey Graham thing on the Hill is so important this morning. There's two big stories on the Hill, one about our seizure of the, of the House floor again, and we don't want to have any just more performative messaging bills or particularly the lies they're telling you about cutting the budget because they're lies and we've called them out on it. At the same time, they're going to put a supplemental, a $100 billion supplemental up for Ukraine, another $100 billion on the Charnel House. So the Bidens and Zelensky and this crowd can just skim more money off the top, off the dead, the dead and dying in, uh, in Ukraine. Right. And you got Lindsey Graham then this morning, the other Hill lead article, John, you just mentioned Lindsey Graham Murkowski. Oh, this talk on the deep state's quite dangerous. This talk about Trump and his followers about defunding the FBI, defunding DOJ. It's quite it's quite serious. It's morning Mika with their knitted brow. You're not listening to journalists that follow this, that follow this story. You're not listening to the White House. You're not listening to the Department of Justice. You're not listening to that. No, baby. We're listening, we're, we're listening, but we're not hearing, okay, because it's all lies. And we're up there to run this crowd out of the White House and, quite frankly, put the Bidens in prison. And you see the manifestation this weekend in the Ukraine and in Taiwan and in begging and kowtowing and spreading out, spread-eagled in front of Xi in Beijing in a pure humiliation. John Fredericks, why you were one of the first guys on the Trump train back in fourteen or fifteen? Why, why, why do you why do you consider this an important part of this movement? Because look, this is a permanent change of the Overton window of politics, and you have to understand the genesis, the embryo of the Trump MAGA movement. It's not just Tea Party Republicanism and let's get a capital gains tax cut. That's what, that's what this movement was never about. They, these are all just little pieces. This movement is about workers taking back control of their life and not being under the thumb of an older, overriding government. And remember another important thing about RFK. Like Trump, he is 100% opposed to this war in Ukraine. And he was opposed to Afghanistan. He was opposed to Iraq 1, Iraq 2. This is your anti-war candidate as is Trump. you got to remember that. This is why this coalition, if you think of it, Trump RFK brings the populist movement together like never before. Sure, there's issues with it. Sure, you're going to have he's not perfect. Trump's not perfect either. But when your country is hanging by a thread and you've got one more cycle or you are under communist regime rule and Obama's yep. dream takes over because he's running the country and you're up against the wall yep. and you need a dramatic shift, you really have to look seriously yep. at a Trump RFK coalition yep. coming together, well, changing yes. the overdue window forever. The, 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 
two coalition also, this is also the awakening to your latent economic power and your latent political power. When you take the core issues on the political side, two-thirds to 75% of the American people agree on the core things. The Armenian dads are going to – we're going to get the Armenian dads on here this week on the show. They're going back to the school board. You saw the, the Hispanic dads in the parking lot of, of Dodger Stadium to stop that. Um, you're seeing now the arising of ec- people understanding their economic power and their political power. That awakening – and it's not going to be perfect. It's going to have some some shaggy edges to it. But just look at the signal. Just look at the look at the look at the. It's directionally. This is about direction. Where's this direction headed, John? Uh, amazing work here, and the work you do all the time on um, on uh, the John Frederick Show, and your understanding of sports, and in the key thing of understanding comp- sports. The reason sports is also important is the competitive nature, competitive heart, what I call gameness. You got to have gameness to win here. Gameness is competitive heart, and you see that in these young athletes, which is just absolutely amazing, and an awakening going on there. John Fredericks, how do people get to all your content, sir? My 19-year-old said to me the other day, "Dad, I'm a lion in a sea of sheep, but are there enough of us?" That's really the question. At JF Radio Show is how to follow me. At JF Radio Show, I'm on Rumble Live, Twitter Live, John Frederick Show, 6 to 10 a.m. Monday to Friday. Outside the Beltway on RAV, 7 to 8 simulcast. Thanks for joining us. And don't forget to go to my sports site, Godzilla Wins, GodzillaWins.com. And my video every day on my baseball picks. Not the Dodgers. John Fredericks, thank Thank you Thanks, very much. We've got to follow this Dodger situation. That game, that game was the Christians uh, decided on Saturday they've had enough, right, both the fans and the players. I remember they, fired, they sent this kid down in Toronto, they, they, this hero. The, the, I think the Nationals gave this amazing interview over LifeSite News. Um, okay, we're going to – we've got a lot to go through this morning, and we're going to get to it all. I've got Ben Harnwell about Ukraine. I've got Nicole about uh, Taiwan. Why is that important? Here's why. It's driving, it's going to drive the overall global economy, and that global economy is coming home to roost here in the United States of America. The, uh, one of the reasons they're projecting World Bank, IMF, are both projecting for the American economy. I think Goldman Sachs also, 1.1% to 1.5% economic growth max, top. Uh, note to self, the American economy can't, uh, it, it can't be robust can't uh, generate enough good-paying jobs, not people getting second and third jobs like you're seeing out of these government reports now. I mean, helping the working class and middle class thrive at 1.5% to one, or 1.1% to 1.5% growth can't happen. You don't generate, first of all, we are not going to generate enough tax revenues. You're going to have a massively exploding national debt, even worse than you've got. Remember, they've got $800 billion of notes they're selling now and going to be selling over the next couple of weeks to fund the latest of these deficits. Deficits are coming in at record levels. So we're going to go to two of the central issues, the war in Ukraine, and particularly Americans shoveling money into the charnel house. That's obviously not working, and they're lying to you with a bald face. Okay, bald face lies. As we haven't gotten to the bottom of where the money went, where's all this money that Joe Biden got from there? And at the same time, you have your Secretary of State kowtowing to the criminals in Beijing and saying, no, 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 we're not there to defend Taiwan. Not going to happen. Don't believe in independent Taiwan. 
All next in the war room. In my younger days, I was a naval officer on a destroyer. In fact, I was the A-gang officer in charge of all the engineering systems that were not main propulsion. And one of those was air purification. And I can tell you, the standards of the United States Navy are second to none. If all home air purifiers are the same, why did the U.S. Department of Defense select EnviroCleanse to protect and purify the air on board our Navy ships? Because of EnviroCleanse, advanced mineral technology goes beyond ordinary HEPA filters to destroy airborne illness-causing cold and flu viruses, including COVID. EnviroCleanse is the new science in air purification, and now you can order one for your home. This is how you help stop colds and flus from taking your whole family down. This is how you destroy allergy and flaming toxins and mold from the air your family breathes. In fact, this hospital-grade technology is so powerful that it promises far fewer colds and allergies and better sleep. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com and use the code STEVE for 10% off your EnviroCleanse home purification unit. You also receive a free air quality monitor, plus fast, free shipping. That's $150 savings right there. That's ekpure.com, code Steve. ekpure.com, code Steve. Has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Hello, I'm Steve Stern, CEO of Flagshirt.com, a third-generation, veteran-owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit flagshirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code ACTION10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Action, action, action. Okay, welcome back. Um, we just had John Fredericks talking about, uh, talking to his younger son, said, Dad, I'm a lion, but I'm in a sea of sheep, and, and how do we get more lions? We had an introduction of this on Saturday with Pasovic, because he's the author of one of these children's books, but I wanted to bring on uh, the founder of it, because it's quite a brilliant idea, particularly when your kids at these family events, like at Dodger Stadium, are being engulfed by the perversion and demented nature. And they're trying to turn your kids again. They're trying to weaponize your kids against the family. This is what Mao Zedong, this is what they did in the, um, in the uh, Cultural Revolution with the Red Guard. This is what the Nazis did with the Hitler youth. This is what the Bolsheviks tried to do with the children. Okay, And Ukraine's replete with that. When the Bolsheviks went down to Ukraine to really take the harvest from the Ukrainian people and that horrible... Uh, starvation. I think five or six million Ukrainians starved to death. One of the things they tried to do is turn the children against the parents, use the children to basically turn in the parents. Same thing happened in the French Revolution. This is one of the Marxists, the atheist Marxists. What they try to do, their, their maniacal focus is the nuclear family. They need to destroy the family. To take control, for the state to take power, they need to destroy the family. 
Dr. Trent Talbot has stood up against that. It's called Brave Books. Uh, Dr. Talbot, Trent, walk me through what is Brave Books. We had Poso on here on Saturday talking about Ukraine and other topics in Dodger Stadium where he led the protests. But we got into this because he's so proud of the book. What, what's your theory of the case? What are you trying to accomplish in this? Yeah. So we're we're a publishing company that makes children conservative um, or makes a Christian conservative children's books. And our mission is to create a brand that parents can trust fully with their children's imaginations. And we do so by creating a world hero stories that not only enthrall children that they fall in love with, but also build their character while doing so. Teach them that foundational morality that's so important um, for kids. You know, our, our kids characters in basically instilled by by the time they're 10 and so we we we're, we're fighting we're fighting for that and we do that with our with our freedom mind book club it's a it's a pretty unique concept um they our subscribers get a new book every single month they take it takes place in the world that we've built called freedom island and each book teaches a new traditional value things like hard work importance of family freedom of speech uh, jack persova's book is on the danger of communism so that you know by the time that they start start hearing crazy ideas whether it's at school or once they go out to college or whatever they've been instilled with truth you know to help them discern right from wrong and you know like i it's so important um that we win that we're fighting the more short-term goals like in 2024 and things like that but i see brave books as playing the long game you know planting those seeds um for 10 20 years from now so that next generation they don't end up, you know, like some, some of the yeah. more recent generations. The, re- the, reason, the reason we're in this situation is the long march through the institutions and in the, in the atheistic Marxist left is smart. They understand, let's take over education, let's take over culture. If we can form these young people, and it's not long game. Right now, yeah. if we don't provide an alternative to young people today, if we don't do it today, it's game over. We can win in 24. It's like so... Like I said, this is a 30-front war. This is a very important front. Walk me back through some of the authors you've got, because you've attracted some big-time names. Like Pasopo, you're telling me he did this as kind of the, his version of, an, of the Animal Farm. Walk me through yeah. who you're attracting and, and what the topics are. Yeah, we've, we've got a, a wide array of authors. You know, every, every, everyone from Kirk Cameron, Missy Robertson of Duck Dynasty, Bethany Hamilton, to... The Jack Posobics, the the Dinesh D'Souza's, uh, G- General Flynn did a book with us on leadership. So you know we don't hide who we are. We're Christian conservatives, and and we align with those people. And um, and yeah, it's been it's been so cool to have have the conservative movement really ra- rally behind Brave Books. Um, you know, we started. We, this was very much bootstrapped. You know, I quit my job as an ophthalmologist to do this and didn't have much money. So people like Jack was one of the early believers. He did our very our third book. And, you know, he, he, he just he's been incredible. And, and, and so, so many of them, um, we wouldn't be here without people like Jack and, and, and other other um, important figures in the conservative movement. Okay, I want everybody to go to the, uh, to the website and pile into this and immerse yourself, find out more about this. You've got John Solomon, you've got Dinesh, you've got Jack Posobiec, uh, you've got uh, Hollywood, uh, prominent people in Hollywood that are piling into this. Uh, where do they go uh, right now to find out more about Brave Books? Bravebooks.com. That's the place to go. And, yeah, whenever you go there, subscribe to our Freedom Island Book Club. You get Kirk Cameron's latest book, Pride Comes Before the Fall for free 
and yeah, get ready to go on a journey. You know, our vision is for the next 50 to 100 years when children of Christian conservatives, when, when they hit three years old, their parents subscribe and they get they get a, a picture book for about four years, switches over to two chapter books after that when they hit about eight. And for from age like three to 12, they're getting a new book every single every single month. The topics grow with the children. The stories grow with the children. And by the time they, they leave home, they've been they know truth. They know they know these important traditional Christian conservative values and they're going to be equipped. They're going to be ready. Dr. Trent Talbot, thank you for quitting your job and doing this. Uh, it's amazing. Quite, quite amazing. So uh, good luck. Godspeed, sir. Thank you very much. Brave books. Go check it out right now. I want to make sure Grace and Mo put it up in all the chat rooms. Let's get, uh, you, let's get some action. Let's get some people in there. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you coming on. Okay, we're going to take a 90-second break, I think. 90 seconds to 102 two minutes, I think. Two-minute break. We're going to come back. Ukraine... And the CCP, they're coming back this week. If we don't seize the House floor, they're going to come back. They're going to try to put up a $100 billion supplemental over and above the the $6.8 trillion that McCarthy gave them. Oh, and Thomas Massey gave them. The effete intellectualism of the rump old Republican Party in a pillow fight with the smash-mouth Democrats. All next in the war room. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 